Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Nothing But Locks podcast. I'm your host, Ali Melniki, accompanied by Jacob Schrader this week. How are you doing, Jacob? Doing well, doing well. Excited to talk a little bit more about you know fantasy football for 2023, what the, the free agency implications are, and uh, yeah, always good to talk. Yeah, let's talk because our last episode a week, a little bit over a week ago, we were still in the boat what Aaron Rodgers was going to do. Well, literally the next day he came out and said he intends to play for the Jets, but a week later he's still not on the New York Jets. So let me ask you this. If he goes to the New York Jets, A, how do you see the Jets finishing next year? And B, what does it do for Aaron Rodgers' fantasy value? And then those receivers around him. So I'm talking Garrett Wilson, uh, the newly signed Al Lazard, Nicole Hardman. What do you think? Yeah. So, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers does go to the Jets, I think they're a minimum 10 win team. I think they're just a straight up good football team. I mean, I think they won nine games this year without a quarterback, um, right. almost in the playoffs. I think minimum they win 10. I mean, they have to get better with Aaron Rodgers. From a fantasy standpoint, I think. I don't think he he will put up a crazy season with the Jets. Um, I just think the way their team is structured, they're structured to play uh, almost classic football with a good defense and a good running back. I mean, having Aaron Rodgers is kind of just the icing on the cake. I wouldn't put crazy stock into anybody besides Garrett Wilson. I think if if, if Aaron Rodgers is a Jet, I think it pushes Garrett Wilson into the 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 tier of wide receivers that's right below the big three, um, Cooper Cup. Uh, Stephon Diggs, and then Justin Jefferson. I think it, it pushes him to like early first round pick and or I sorry early second round picks in fantasy drafts. I don't think it does much to anybody else. I think it might give them a little bit of boost. I still think Aaron Rodgers is going to be like a top ten fantasy quarterback, but nothing above that. I don't think he'll get overdrafted like crazy or his stock will improve like crazy. But he will have more weapons on the Jets than he did last year at Green Bay. Um, so I think overall it makes the Jets a hell of a lot better and it, it helps uh, Garrett Wilson out a ton. So I just looked at the standings because I forgot how many wins they had last year. So they were actually a 7-10 and 10 team. I think with Aaron Rodgers, I'm not that high on, on him going to the Jets. I see this very Brett Favre-esque. I think Aaron Rodgers is way past his prime. I don't know if he really gets an upgrade w- with, with the Jets receivers. I know Garrett Wilson's a nice young receiver. But I think what he had, Rick, Christian Watson toward the end of the season and Romeo Dobbs, I, I mean, it's they're different talent, but I just don't see the – I don't think it puts them in any better than the Bills, and I don't. I definitely don't think it puts them better than the, the Dolphins in that division, though. Do you? Mm, yeah. It's a good point. I mean, they have a tough division, but I, I do think they beat – I think they, they – I mean, they, they, they have such a good defense on that team. They and and they Aaron Rodgers is not going to be stupid, right? He's not going to turn the ball over. The only reason why the Jets lost a lot of games last year is, is they, A, turned the ball over and couldn't do anything on offense. I mean, he gives them he gives them at least a competent offense. And it's it's crazy because, we're you know, you're kind of saying this a year removed from Aaron Rodgers not doing much in Green Bay. I mean, he didn't have a good year in Green Bay at yeah. all last year. But I, it's just, you know, he's such an upgrade over what they had. It's it's just sickening how much better Aaron Rodgers is than whatever they whatever Zach Zach Wilson wants to say. I mean, he's gonna make Aaron Rodgers life hell in practice. 
I mean, he's not even going to be at practice. They might, they might as well just cut him if they sign Aaron Rodgers. Actually, that's not true. I mean, they should they should keep him on the bench, but he's not playing if they sign Aaron Rodgers. I don't care how bad Aaron Rodgers is. Um, imagine the booze that would come onto the field if Aaron Rodgers sat for Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh, forget it. I know New York fans. There would be things littered on the field like you've never seen before. But so – when I saw Aaron Rodgers, because I watched the clip when he was on the Pat McAfee show and he said he intends to play for the Jets, he is a guy that looks anything but excited to go play for the New York Jets. He basically admitted in that interview that 24 hours earlier before his like silent or darkness retreat, he was mulling retirement or the Packers. I don't think that he really wants to go to the Jets. I I think that the Packers don't want his bullshit anymore. I think they made it clear they're ready to go on to Jordan Love. And this is just Aaron Rodgers being like, well, I intend to play for the Jets because the Packers have made it clear they don't want me. I just don't see him that motivated going to the Jets. Do you? I I, th- I still think this trade could fall through. Yeah, well, I just think Aaron Rodgers never really looks that in, in, intrigued or interested in anything. Yeah. I mean, that's like his personality is, uh, you know, to be as kind of almost morose. I mean, he's not, he, he is like basically pissed off on every interview he's ever done. Um, he does not have a good, good relationship with the media to say the least. Uh, you know, it's still Aaron Rodgers. He's still, a, you know, an, an extreme competitor. If he's deciding to come back, you know, I mean, he, he, he's got to know he's got to, He's got a better chan- chance at the Super Bowl with the Jets than he does with the, the Packers. I mean, they just have a better defense. I understand, you know, they're in a much tougher division and conference, but the Jets all around are a better team than the Packers were. I don't, I don't know if I, I just, I, I mean, the Jets have a top three defense and, yeah, and they've no, got a, a true wide receiver one. I mean, that's what he needs. That's what he had in Green Bay for so long, you know, minus the defense for a little bit there. But I don't know. I, I understand he probably doesn't seem excited but that's just kind of that's his style um i just don't see also you go from the nfc where he's arguably still a top three definitely top five quarterback even though he's past his prime in in the nfc now you go to the afc where you have pat mahomes josh allen joe burrow justin herbert lamar jackson you're out of the top five right now in my opinion i take any of those guys Maybe not Lamar Jackson because of his his history, his injury history. But I take definitely Herbert. I take definitely Allen, definitely Burrow, and definitely Mahomes right now over Aaron Rodgers. Why would you go to the AFC and compete against all these guys where I always thought the best fit for Aaron Rodgers was the San Francisco 49ers, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Brock Purdy is not going to be ready for the start of the season. There's a good chance he might miss the entire season because his surgery was delayed. You go to a Super Bowl-ready team like the 49ers that's already run heavy, so Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be asked to throw a ton. And you're basically the game manager at this point now in your career, and you go to a team that probably should have went to the Super Bowl had Josh Johnson not been the quarterback for the first half in that game against the Eagles. I, I, I know Aaron Rodgers said he had no intentions to go to the, the 49ers. Maybe there's still some bad blood because they passed over and drafted Alex Smith over him. But do you think that there's another team besides the Niners that would have been a better fit for him than the Jets? Or you think the Jets is the way to go? Yeah, I mean, I think the Niners, if they had the money, would have been part I mean, if it, the yeah. Niners had Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that is that is a Super Bowl waiting to happen. Um, I think Stafford and the, the Rams would have been a little pissed because – 
Right. Stafford just finally escaped Aaron Rodgers, and now he's got to face him again. But <laughs> I, I just don't—I don't think it was feasible for him to go to the Niners. They probably just didn't have the, the money, and they just drafted Trey Lance. Although, I mean, if you have an opportunity to land Aaron Rodgers, you take it. I mean, I think the Jets are a pretty good landing spot for him, all things considered. Yeah, the, the division's hard, but you're gonna have to beat those guys anyways, right? You're always gonna have to beat good teams in the playoffs. So that's that's a little bit overextended, I would say. Um, I think I think the Jets are a good landing spot for, for him. Let's move on to some of the other trades that happened the past week. Well, the one I want to highlight is the Texans traded Brandon Cooks to the Dallas Cowboys. That pretty much puts the Cowboys out of the running for Odell Beckham Jr. There's no way that they're going to probably be able to afford both of those guys. But I always liked Brandon Cooks. I actually always thought he was an underrated guy who just get, kept getting traded from team to team. He started with the Patriots, I believe. Then he went to the the Rams. Then he found his way onto the Titans in another trade. What do you think Brandon Cooks's prospects are right now in fantasy as a member of the Cowboys? Is this kind of like Allen Robinson where everyone's going to hype him up and he's just going to have a miserable injury-filled season and underperform? Or do you think potentially Brandon Cooks could be, let's just say, a top 15 wide receiver fantasy-wise on the Cowboys? So as I see it right now, I do not think Brandon Cooks will be exciting Agreed. as a fantasy player. I think it, it's kind of the beginning of the, the decline for him. You know, last year he was kind of set up to succeed. He was like the only mouth to feed in te- te- uh, in in Texas. Well, I guess he's staying in Texas, but yeah. he didn't he didn't put up anywhere near the season people hope for. He's always been a little bit uh, inconsistent. I think his game relies basically entirely on speed, um, and that's not. Boy, you know, guys like him succeed late, late in life. Like Deshaun Jackson is still, you know, okay, and he's like thirty-five. So that's true. I don't think he'll have a crazy season. I think it's still going to run through um, eighty-eight on, on the Cowboys. Forgetting his name, but he's a beast. He's better than yeah, Brandon C. Cooks. Lamb. Yeah, CD Lamb is, is unbelievable. They did just lose their tight end, but I think they have a they have a pretty good replacement in uh, Ferguson. Um, so. I see him being like a two A to B. Um, they've got a few other young receivers in, in, on the Cowboys who can play. I, I just don't see him standing out in that offense, really. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I actually think Gallup is still going to be the number number two in that offense as long as he remains healthy. I would take Gallup right now over Cooks. I also don't like I again. I've always been a fan of Brandon Cooks, but I did not like his attitude that he didn't want to be on a rebuilding team with the Texans. He basically quit on the team, even though he said he was injured last year, he just didn't want to play. But going back to the Texans, I think they made some nice pickups. You mentioned Dalton Schultz. Well, the Texans signed Schultz for a one-year contract. I think Schultz is going to be a top five tight end this year, especially in given the position is very hard to come by. If you're not Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, what do you think about Dalton Schultz going to the yeah, Texans? Dalton Schultz is great. What was crazy is that Dalton Schultz, I don't know what happened in that playoff game they lost, um, but the, the playoff game they lost last year was on Dalton Schultz. He he basically, I don't know if he got nervous, but he basically did not put his feet in bounds on a play that was, it was just a simple catch and, and tap your toes. And you could tell like he, him mentally was not there. And I knew he was not going to get re-signed by the Cowboys. I mean, that is basically him screaming, I'm not a, a playoff footballer. Um, that was that was that was just crazy to watch. But I mean, it, it's a good deal. 
I'm just wondering who's going to throw him the ball. I mean, I assume they're going to draft a quarterback. They'll probably but... get either whoever. What? Well, it, it all points to the Panthers are going to draft C.J. Stroud, so that means that the Texans will most likely draft Bryce Young. Yeah, and Bryce Young, I just don't see him I'm as an fan. NFL quarterback. I just, I don't get it. He's he's what five foot ten, five foot nine, and, and yeah. You know, and hey, chance and... that the Texans even trade that pick. Who knows? There, there, there's going to be some team that's hungry, probably. Because the, the, the Raiders are still going to look to draft a quarterback, even though they signed Jimmy G. The the Colts are definitely going to look to draft a quarterback. I know a lot of people thought they were going to trade up for the number one spot. Carolina beat them to it. The Seahawks still need to draft a quarterback because Geno Smith isn't getting any younger. So there's a good chance that the Texans trade that pick. So I, I don't know yet, but as of now, I believe, what is it, Davis Mills is going to be the one starting for them still. That's yeah. not great but regardless i do see it as a uh a big year for dalton schultz right he, he's going to be the target hog in in uh for the texans um it's got to kind of he kind of reminds me of zach Ertz. he catches the ball well yeah that's a good point. nothing crazy athleticism but you know he could have an 80 catch season for a tight end i mean that's tight end five at least um so i agree it could be a big season for him he's, he's a guy i look to target for sure actually Let's talk about some wide receivers. Let's talk first about Jacoby Myers going to the Raiders. I like this deal, but then when Jimmy G was signed, I'm not sure I like this deal anymore. Jacoby Myers on the Raiders now reminds me of what Brandon Ayuk was on the 49ers. I think there's some games he's going to be remarkable and have eight catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. But I think more so, especially knowing how Jimmy G is a quarterback and they rely on the run game more than than anything, I think that Jacoby Myers is going to have a lot of three catches, 55-yard games. What do you think about Jacoby Myers this year? Yeah, I don't love it. He's, I mean, he's in an offense. They, they, they just traded away Darren Waller, but still they've got uh, Hunter Renfro in the mix. And I didn't, never really thought Jacoby Myers was that crazy. Um they're going to be running the ball a lot. And, and I mean, then they've got Devontae Adams, who's going to put up 120 catches. I think, I think Jacoby Myers is going to be overdrafted this year, like crazy. Mm-hmm. I think he, he could end up with 40, 50 catches and not such a meaningful year. Um, I, I don't, I, I'm not high on him at all. Let's talk about another wide receiver that really just fell off fantasy relevancy quickly. It started two years ago, but literally last year he was almost unstartable and that's Adam Thielen. The Vikings released him. He goes to the Panthers. The Panthers, we know, are probably going to be drafting C.J. Stroud. He's going to be the one that that is going to be their future. I believe Andy Dalton's going to probably be either the backup or maybe start the first game or two. They signed him in the offseason as, as well. What do you think about Adam Thielen? Is he going to resurrect his career at all in Carolina, or do you think he's still fantasy irrelevant? No, I actually like Adam Thielen, and I know we, we've been talking – uh, you know, about that signing and how it seemed like an overpay. But Adam Thielen, he, he, he's a guy who's – his play style, it bodes okay for age. He's not a guy who relies on speed at all. He's a really, really good receiver in the end zone. I actually like Adam Thielen this year, as, as crazy as it sounds. I was always thinking, you know, any game, Adam Thielen is, is a good pick for DFS. You know, it's unfortunate he, he went 0-0-0 a lot of games, but he had a lot of – is a high touchdown potential for him, especially as like the only target in Carolina. I, I kind of, you know, I think he's a sneaky pick to put up some good numbers. I mean, he was kind of just over, 
shined by Justin Jefferson in uh, Minnesota. I, I, you know, I, I for some reason, I want to say Adam, Adam Thielen will have a better year than a lot of people expect. Yeah, I don't expect him to have a good year. I just don't know if he fits into that offense. They basically subtracted DJ more for Adam Thielen, which I think is a huge downgrade. If you're going to draft a number one, if you're going to draft a young rookie quarterback to be your starter, I don't know why you make you, you trade a talent like DJ Moore. I know you haven't been too high on DJ Moore, but DJ Moore's never played with a good quarterback like his entire career coming into the league. So I just think he's been the product. And now he goes to the Bears, which they have a quarterback that's not good at throwing. Maybe Justin Fields is good at running. So I feel bad for DJ Moore. But uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Thielen signing. Let's quickly, before we go to more wide receivers, while we're on the Panthers, they also had a big signing with Miles Sanders. They signed him, I believe, to a three-year deal, poached him away from Philadelphia. I've never been a big Miles Sanders fan. I drafted him the year he was a rookie with the Eagles. He didn't perform that well for me, but he he did quietly have a lot of big fantasy games last year. Do you think Miles Sanders is going to be somewhere in the top 10 or top 15 running backs this season? Yeah, absolutely. I, I like Miles Sanders a lot. I think he's a good runner. I think he's like almost kind of the uh, – he's kind of like the, the – he's kind of an average NFL running back, um, but he's consistent. You know, and average is an average is in starting NFL running back, but you know the, the Panthers are going to run the ball through him yeah. like crazy. They they have a good run game, like a good run game setup. I mean, they had games last year where they had two running backs who didn't even deserve to be in the NFL who were putting up 200 yards. Um, I mean, they have a, a good running game system. They're going to be relying on him and and. There's just not much else for them to do. I mean, unfortunately, they're probably going to be down a bit, but they have an okay defense. I mean, I think he he's going to have a, be a guy who has 25 rushes a game, 80 yards, a few catches, maybe a touchdown. I, I think he's a consistent and solid pick. I, I like him a lot this year. I do think he's going to be at least a top – do I put him in the top 10? I'll say he's probably around number 10 range for fantasy football this year. I do think he's going to get the volume – I think, like you said, they're, it's going to be more of a run-heavy team than a pass-heavy with the with Stroud probably as quarterback. So I do think he's definitely going to get the touches and the volume. The thing that worries me about Sanders, though, since his rookie year, his receptions have just plummeted. He's really not a guy that a running back that catches a lot of balls anymore. Do you think that changes in in Carolina? Do you think, especially with the rookie quarterback? They're going to do these screen passes, these these drop-offs. What do you think? Yeah, I think it could change a little bit. I think that stat is a little bit system dependent. Sure. Um, I, 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 I don't, you know, I haven't, I, I don't know how, I don't think he's a bad pass catcher. I just think in uh, in Philly, they had other guys who were better at it. Um, I think it's a little bit system dependent and they don't really have much else besides him. I think he's really going to be there three down back. So I, I think it's kind of a stat to ignore at this point in time. I think he's shown the ability to catch the ball, but he's just such a good runner. That's what Philly wanted him for. Um, so I, that does not worry me for for him. Let's go back to quarter, to uh, wide receivers because one of the guys I was very high on last year was Michael Pittman. He came out, had a great first game or two, I believe. Then he was hurt for a while. And then you can't blame him for having – Matt Ryan as his quarterback that just basically lost every conception of how to throw a ball. <laughs> we don't know who the Colts is 
quarterback's going to be. Right now they have Gardner Minshew, who could very well start the season. Where the Colts are expected to draft, many project them to get Will Levis, the quarterback from Kentucky. But I do think Gardner Minshew is going to be their quarterback to start the, the year before they, they let the rookie take over. Do you think Michael Pittman has any type of rebound year, or you think he's just – he's a guy, if you're drafting wide receivers, you need to stay away from? You know, it depends on where he's slated to be drafted. I don't I don't think he's going to put up a, a crazy season. I, I wanted to start this just by saying no, like I don't like him. But, you know, with Gardner Minshew, that's that's a, a solid quarterback for, yeah. him, for, for, for to throw the ball to. Um, they lost Paris Campbell. Um, they have the, the the rookie last year who's Alex good. Yep. Yeah, he's good. Um, but but Pittman is still the wide receiver one in that offense. For me, I would kind of stay away from it, but that's more so because I drafted him last year and he underperformed. I should have traded him after week one. I was I was thinking, you know, that's really the move here, and I didn't do it, and it was a mistake. You know, for me, just like having him last year, it's tough to draft him again. I wouldn't draft him anywhere before like the the sixth or seventh round. But I just don't know where he's going to be slated. Um, if I can get him that late, I would take a flyer on him for sure. I mean, he's a, he's an okay talent. I don't think he's really a wide receiver one. I don't think he's big enough or strong enough to to be that. Um, but they like him in, in in Indianapolis. They throw him the ball a lot. Um, he had a, a weird year last year. I, I think he's he's uh, he's definitely a guy to think about. And and if you're willing to take the risk on him do it um but i don't see him having a crazy season like people expected last year one guy i'm actually going to be pretty high on this year is amari cooper i think that now that he's going to have a full season with deshaun watson is going to be back say what you wanted about deshaun watson i don't agree what he did but we got to do we still got to talk fantasy he's still going to have deshaun watson throwing to him for 17 games now instead of i believe only what what did deshaun watson play seven eight games Mm-hmm. I think Amari Cooper is going to have a huge year. He's going to be the the wide receiver one for them. I know the Browns did trade also for Elijah Moore from the Jets the other day. I think Elijah Moore was a good pickup. I think he's going to be a good number two. But I think Amari Cooper is going to rebound and going to be a top 10 fantasy wide receiver this year. What are you, What are your prospects for Amari Cooper? Yeah, I don't love it. Um, I don't love it for a few re- reasons. I think A... I think the biggest winner is David Njoku. I think David Njoku mm-hmm. had a, you know, we kind of predicted he would have a good year last year. Unfortunately, he got hurt and his stats, stats weren't crazy. But I think everyone realized, like, oh, this, this when this dude plays, this this dude is for real. I think he's the biggest guy to to focus on. Um, but then you also got Donovan Peoples-Jones, who out of nowhere is, is like yeah. a threat in the NFL now. You got Elijah Moore. I don't love Amari Cooper this year. Um, I've never really been been so high on him. He, he's kind of an interesting player where his strength is his his route running ability, and he catches the ball well. I, I don't I don't know. I haven't given a guy like Amari Cooper enough thought to give a, a real answer on him. But I, I would honestly see him around what I see Michael Pittman. Um, maybe a little bit better, but to me, they're they're comparable guys um, in terms of. I don't think either one of them is going to have a crazy season. I just think it's it's Sam Watson's not going to throw the ball enough for him to be a, a true wide receiver one, and then you've got other targets, and then you've got such a good run game. I actually, I I'm probably lower on on this guy than than you are. That's that's fair. What about Juju Smith-Schuster? He's going to go to the Patriots. He's going to be their wide receiver one. He had a decent year with the Kansas City Chiefs, but it's one thing to have Pat Mahomes throwing to you. It's another to have Mac Jones throw to you. 
who was pretty much benched at one point. Well, he was injured, but people were calling for him to be benched for Bailey Zappi. What are your prospects of the Juju? Because I personally, he's on my do not draft list. How about you? Yep, same. Do not draft list. I, I'm not touching Juju at all. Um, I don't think he's that great. I think he, uh, I mean, he had that crazy season and he has done basically nothing since. Um, it was a, it was a higher contract than I thought. I think what he is is he's a pretty dependable receiver. I think he's a pretty smart wide receiver. Um, I think he'll actually do okay in the Patriots system just as a, a guy. I, don't th- I think all the TikTok stuff is is overplayed. He's not immature. I think he's a good player who's smart. I think Patriots are, are going to be better off having him than Jacoby Myers, but I don't know if uh, Juju's production will, will blow anyone out of the water. I think it's a good signing, actually, for the Patriots to a degree, but I don't think fantasy-wise it's, it's a relevant play. Um, Unless it's a, a late round pick, you're taking a flyer on him. I'm obviously okay with that. Let's go to a few running backs, maybe not some of the bigger names, but an interesting signing I thought was the Eagles. Obviously, they said goodbye to Miles Sanders, but they signed former Seahawks running back Rashad Penny. Penny's an interesting guy because when he's healthy, he can run the ball, but the key is he needs to stay healthy. What do you think about Penny being on the Eagles this year? Yeah. Um, I think you can basically take what Miles Sanders did last year and expect Penny to do the same. Um, Eagles, it, it's a it's a great offense to be in if you're a running back. I mean, I don't think you necessarily have the the, the crazy touchdown possibility because you're going to have Hurts taking all those goal line carries. But I th- I think Penny is is due to basically just slate in for Miles Sanders and have well, you can honestly expect a pretty equivalent season. I mean, hopefully he doesn't get hurt, but. Uh, to me, it's it's just basically sliding in a, a new guy at a cheaper price that's going to do the exact same in terms of production. Penny's a guy, too. I think that a lot of people are going to pass on. Like, I think Penny you can get in the later rounds. What do you think? Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see where he gets drafted. I've always been surprised because I, I did a mock draft, and Derek Hendry was like the 35th overall pick. And to me, that was too low. I mean, to me, he's still a top guy. Um, and it was really surprising to, to me. But – uh yeah, I mean, uh, it, it just depends on, on on what your draft looks like, what the ESPN boards look like, or, or whatever league you use. Um, there's always going to be guys that that to to you or to me to, to, or to anybody stand out. Um, I really that, that's kind of what I can say there. One guy I think is going to be overdrafted and is based on his touchdown production from last year is Jamal Williams. He goes to the New Orleans Saints. I'm sure it's going to be the same thing. He's going to be kind of the 1A to Alvin Kamara, the same way he was a 1A to DeAndre Swift, same way he was a 1A to Aaron Jones when he was on the Packers. I think people are going to overdraft Jamal Williams. I don't see the same production he's going to have with the Saints. What do you think about Jamal Williams? Yeah, you know, I I like it, actually. To me, it's like it's really reminiscent of of the Lions, right? He's got – you know, Kamara and Swift are, are basically the same player. I mean, they're, they're crazy quick guys who aren't the, the guy you're going to run in the goal line. I could see Jamal, Jamal Williams having 10, 15 touchdowns again. I think the a fresh start for Carr with the Saints will be good for him. I think the, I think the Saints will be good this year. Um, I think I'm higher on them and, and Carr than others are. I think Carr is a, a, a average to, to okay quarterback, um, but that's what you need. You need just somebody who's going to get the job done. You got a great offense around him. You got a good defense, um, and I think I think James and James or Jamal Williams could could punch in more touchdowns than people expect. I mean, he may not have seventeen. That's that's crazy to say, but he could be another guy or have another season of, of a lot of touchdowns for sure. 
Let's go to another guy. Well, they pretty much he took over for Jamal Williams, but that's David Montgomery going to the Lions. I actually like this play a lot by by the Lions. I know David Montgomery. I never was high on him with the Chicago Bears, but I think that when he's in Detroit, I think Dan Campbell's going to utilize him pretty well, and he's gonna. I think he's going to get a lot of touchdowns this season. Maybe not as many as Jamal Williams, but. I think he's definitely going to get close to, if not some double digit touchdowns. What do you think about David Montgomery? Uh, So if David Montgomery went to the Lions, who's the Bears starter? Is it Khalil Herbert? So I believe, yeah, I believe that the Bears are going to be sticking with Khalil Herbert because. Yeah. I like Khalil Herbert than the most out of anybody because he's the only guy in, in Chicago now. Um, and and Montgomery and and him like they had they 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 ran the ball a little bit last year. They had yardage. I mean, they had. Oh, one you game know what? Khalil the Bears Herbert. also signed Deonta Foreman, so it's he's it's going to be between Khalil Herbert and Deonta Foreman. With I still like like Herbert there. I think Deonta Foreman is, is is not not a good running back. I think he's like crazy slow. <laughs> um, but it is kind of still like a one A one B thing. Um, yeah, you know, the Lions. They, they're what they're going to do is they're going to give both of them you know, 15 kick touches a game. Uh, it's just going to be a weird situation again because everyone knows or, or thinks Swift is some like football god and he, he's really good. He, he's got the crazy shiftiness, but I just don't think they want to rely on him too much. Um, maybe use him more in the passing game, really use him as a threat. Um, it's it's odd how the Lions, you know, went away from Swift so much last year. And I think it's going to be a, a, a continuing thing with them where they want a hard-nosed run game. And I think they get that um, from Montgomery more than they do from Swift. So I, I wouldn't draft anyone in the Lions for, for, for running backs. Um, if you And it's going to be weird. I, I mean, I can't even imagine where Swift is going to be drafted this year. I think Swift may be the biggest winner here in terms of who you can get for good value because he's going to be drafted like his uh, based on his production last year and on the assumption that they're going to put him in a timeshare again. And if Montgomery gets hurt or if they start, you know, utilizing Swift more, he, he's the guy who could put up 25 fantasy points a game, no problem. So I think he's the guy to look out for as a, a sleeper pick. Although you're probably going to get him in like the fifth, sixth round. Um, I think he's the, the best potential out of any of these guys. One guy I'm going to be very high on, and I anticipate a lot of, pe- a lot of other people are while we're talking about the Lions, but – I love Jamison Williams this year. I think he's going to be phenomenal. I think he's going to be just as productive as um, Amon Ross and Brown. I love Jamison Williams this year. What about you? Yeah, I don't. Um, I know he caught a touchdown uh, late in the season last year, but he looked a little awkward. He he looked a, a little small, I want to say, for the NFL. Um, I don't think he's necessarily small. He's probably 6'2", but... I don't really agree that he will have a big year, actually. I think Amonra is so good and has such a stronghold on that offense and is so respected in Detroit. I would be really surprised if, if Jamison Williams put up, you know, 75, 85 catches and competed with him almost on like a 1A, 1B. To me, the passing game runs through Amonra. I actually, I, I don't know. I see Jamison Williams going down the bust path Although, you know, such a small sample size last year coming off an ACL, it's hard to tell. We'll, we'll know really clearly after week one what he looks like. Is he the, the freak show that he was in college? Um, or is he kind of a, a, a solid wide receiver who's going to you know have a career in the NFL but not be the, that guy in fantasy? 
Yeah, that's fair. And you're right. He is six one, so he is a little on the, the smaller side when it comes to wide receivers. Let's quickly go to the Denver Broncos because I know, I know. I I talked up Jerry Judy last year. I talked up talked up Court and Sutton and the Denver Broncos offense was just a dumpster fire the entire year. They made some decent signings in the offseason to the offensive line. They got Mike McGlinchey from the 49ers. He's a very good offensive lineman. They got another guard. I'm blanking on his name at the moment. But the big thing is they have Sean Payton now as coach. Do you see any of these Denver Broncos wide receivers having a good year? Do you think Russell Wilson does rebound and have a better year? Or are you just staying away from all Denver Broncos? What do you think? Yeah, the only Bronco I'm drafting is is the running back, uh, Booker. That's the only guy I see as having a, a big season out of that team. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, they got such a good defense. They're going to play safe. I, I think if it's one of the two wide receivers, it's Cortland Sutton. I think he's a little bit better, is a little bit more consistent than Jerry Judy. But I don't – I just can't justify drafting any of those guys with the intent to start them. They're kind of sleeper picks for me. I, I just can't. I mean, they were so bad last year. There's such a bitter taste in everyone's mouth in, in Denver. You just can't expect big wide receiver production from that team. I think it's I don't I don't think they'll necessarily be bad. I just think Booker I think Booker will put up a, a big season. He'll catch a lot of passes. He'll run the ball. I think that's the real winner in Denver this year. Yeah, Javante Williams. You mean right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Who is who? Why was I thinking Booker? I don't. They used don't really to have know. a running back Booker, so you're not that, yeah. not that far off. But uh, I actually think that they're going to go after like an Ezekiel Elliott or maybe a Leonard Fournette. I could see the Broncos just because Javante Williams has been injured. They're going to need some insurance. So I could see one of those two guys signing for a one year deal with them. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to why don't you give me one wide receiver and one running back that we have not talked about yet that you think is going to be underdrafted and is going to be a steal in the later rounds. Anyone on off the top of your head? Yeah. So for running back, I think it's Derrick Henry. Um, I have seen him drafted in like the third or fourth rounds of fantasy drafts. And I just, I don't understand it at all. I I cannot understand how that is possible. It was a, uh, it was a, a, a underdog fantasy baseball league. And he was like the 35th overall pick. And that was his average draft pick. Um, I think he like, I think we talked about this at the end of the season last year, who the number one running back should be. And I think I said Derrick Henry. Yeah. And if he's being drafted that, that late, I mean, that's just ludicrous. He is still the, the biggest and most feared guy in the NFL. And what else are they going to do in Tennessee other than run the ball through him? I I cannot understand why he's being drafted so late. Yeah. I, I agree with you right there. What about wide receiver? Anyone that sticks out to you? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say I think the you should stay away from all of the three Bears wide receivers. I can't see any of them putting up meaningful seasons. And the crazy thing is that there's three of them that have reasonable names, right? Claypool, yep. DJ Moore, um, it's and then Darno Moody. They all like they've all been drafted high in the past, and I think none of them are worth even a tenth round pick at this point. I just you, and you don't know which one to choose, and and all of them are going to be in an offense that's all about running. Um, it, it would be crazy to me to draft any of those guys early. Uh, as for a guy who's going to stand out, um, I think Christian Watson is okay. 
Um, I think it's kind of like his too, you know? Yeah. And and he connected with Jordan love last year. He had a big play with him. I think he's, he's just a physical beast and uh, green Bay may be down a lot and they're going to need to throw the ball. I'm going to be uh, interested to see where he gets drafted because there's so much hype about him, but with, you know, if Aaron Rodgers is gone, that's going to die down like crazy. He may be forgotten about a little bit. Um, And it could be a guy to to capitalize on because he showed last year, he can be that guy. He can be a 25 point a game guy. Um, And I don't think people are going to really remember that come the start of the season next year. One guy I think is going to be a nice pick that people are overlooking is Michael Thomas. He missed the year. He missed the season two years ago with an injury. He came back last year, didn't have a great year. He was off the field, on the field again with injuries, but he came back to the Saints, signed a one-year deal. Now he has Derek Carr as his quarterback. I think Michael Thomas is going to have a pretty big year. I, I really do. I-, I think that between Olave and Michael Thomas, I think that – and I love Chris Olave, but I think Michael Thomas is really going to have a nice bounce-back year. So, for me, I'm going to look to draft him maybe a little higher than most people because I really think he's going to be a steal in the later rounds. A guy that yep. I'm not high on, which I think people are going to be high on a lot, is K.J. Osborne with the Minnesota Vikings. He had a nice end to the season last year. He had some big fantasy games toward the end of the season. Now Adam Thielen's gone, so he's going to assume the number two role. I just, I'm still skeptical of Kirk Cousins. I think that's that's still Justin Jefferson's team. I think that K.J. Osborne is going to be the guy that, kind of like a Mike Williams, I think he's going to have a game where he is going to put up the big numbers, and then he's going to be a bust of a bust the following week. So, for wide receivers, those are my two guys. Which one I, I'm going to buy real high, another one I'm just going to sell. What do you think? About I, I agree with that. I think Hawkinson is is the guy you want to target True. in uh, Minnesota. I think everyone's going to go after Justin Jefferson, maybe with the first pick. Um, but I think Hawkinson. I mean, when Hawkinson was on the Vikings last year, he averaged like like six to eight catches a game, caught big plays. Uh, Kirk Cousins immediately has chemistry with him. I think. Hawk, I mean, I think Hawkinson is a unbelievable talent and uh he's gonna get used like it in, in minnesota i agree i think osborne he reminds me of the uh the bills guy um the, the number two receiver on the bills who just goes off and then Dave he goes Davis? silent and then he goes off yeah yeah uh same story comparison yeah very good comparison i will not be drafting cole Komet. i could tell you that and i know cole Komet might have had some nice games as tight end but the bears again like that was a weird signing too they signed robert tunyon so now they have two tight ends. And again, they have all these receivers and Justin Fields just, I mean, they're putting a lot, they're giving him all the weapons. I'll give you that, but I'm still skeptical about Justin Fields throwing the ball. All right. Well, that is our episode for this week. Jacob and I will be back again next week to talk some more fantasy. I know that we have the NFL draft coming up in just about a month. It's going to be real exciting. So we could start breaking down some, some rookies that we think are going to be steals. I know a lot of wide receivers are projected to go in the first round. I know my New York Giants will definitely be drafting one. So we'll do our homework and get you some of those in our projections for next year. Jacob, before we sign off, any last thoughts or advice for the audience? You know, uh, it's always fun to come here and, and talk about fantasy football. I think if, you, if you're listening to this, you love it just as much as we do. Um, remember, what we're saying here is is our intuition. Just trust your gut and you'll be yep. fine. Um, and yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again next week. Well said. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take care.